Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast, whereas I realized when I was telling the story of going to Carolyn's friend's wedding on last Friday that I failed to mention a really important aspect of that story. Um, I need you to go to Google Maps right now. Oh, okay. Okay. One moment. All right. I'm here. I need you to type in Silver Towers NYC. Okay. You should be on the corner of like 42nd and 11th Ave. Yep, yep, exactly. All right, now exit out of Silver Towers or focus on the intersection of 42nd and 11th Avenue, okay? Okay, you want me to go Street View for this? Yeah, go Street View for this. All right. Um, you're going to see, essentially, I want you to also look south, which means that the FedEx building should be on your left side. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm getting there, I think. Okay, yes. All right, now, this is a really, really busy intersection. Let me tell you why. Do you see that there are three lanes on one side of the street and, and like, a median and then three uh, lanes on the other side of it, but they're but it, it's all southbound traffic, okay? Yeah, yeah. All right, now, if you... If you point the camera a little bit over to the, to your left, so then you're looking east, can you tell that there's another three lanes of traffic? There's like a, a, a taxi cab, a, a sort of a, a bus, there's a Mitsubishi, it looks like. Um, it's really know. funny. I shifted over one segment, and it took me back five years in time. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, I don't know how they do that. Uh, yeah. But do you, okay. see like the, uh, do you see the NYPD cross, uh, like the police... Like crossing guard, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. All right, cool. So this is a, uh, especially when it comes to, oh man, turn the turn the camera around and look northbound on Eleventh Avenue, and you can see how far the traffic goes back. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay, so that's what it typically is like in the afternoon when you're trying to leave the city. When I say leave the city, I mean you're trying to take the Lincoln Tunnel out of the city. I learned recently that the Lincoln Tunnel is the busiest like uh, tunnel in terms of car traffic in the world in terms of daily volume uh, and then also the GW bridge which is probably about three miles up the other way three four miles up the other way is the busiest like metro bridge system in the world hmm. and wow. so just the amount of cars coming in and out of Manhattan every day it is really wild now you'll see all of the cars that go back northbound imagine we were sort of in that okay now, if you tilt the camera and you face west, essentially, there's another two lanes of traffic that are essentially going to be able to merge into uh, 11th Avenue going south. Right, right. Here's the thing. When we were leaving the city, okay, it was essentially bumper to bumper. And it was one of those things where you had to negotiate, do you go or do you not go when the light turns green because you may be stuck in the middle of the street yeah. when the light turns red. I don't know about you, but that actually gives me a lot of anxiety when I feel like I'm the one 
who's like, you know, the, the tail end of their car is all the way out in the intersection. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be that person. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Right. Uh, not everyone minds, uh, and those people are terrible. Sure don't. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna sort of uh, just decree it right now that those people are terrible people, uh, and they get coal on Christmas. You've you um, just alienated all of our listeners. Congratulations. All of them. All, all of, them. of them. They're all Here's gone. Here's the thing. So... If you point the camera back down south, do you see where that, if you zoom in a little bit, what is that, a Mercedes uh, GL450? That's like turning into the uh, the Lincoln Tunnel side of the six-lane street? Um, hold on, I'm looking for it. Yes, I do. All right, cool. So we were basically right behind where this car is, okay? Okay. Now, the light turns green. For the uh, for the perpendicular, so for the Forty Second Street, and then essentially all these cars are trying to merge, even though our car is already in the middle of the intersection, and there's no space to merge, right? But you got, I guess, you got to fight your way in to like essentially grab a deli ticket, uh, deli line ticket, and you're just trying to get in there. Now, there was a little bit of space between our car and the car in front of us. The car in front of us was actually like a truck. It was, I think it was like a, like a pretty large flatbed truck, um, but there was a little bit of space that we left. And then out of nowhere, Reza, out of nowhere, okay, I want to stress that now, out yeah. of nowhere, yeah. this like maybe late 90s, early aughts, tan colored car, I don't know the make and model, but... They come and they essentially try to like force their way in between our car and the flatbed truck. Of course they did, I, yeah. I guess they sensed that they could fit their car. And so they kept pushing their car a little bit oh, and Jesus. inching it and inching it and inching it. Yeah. And you know what they did? Did they hit you? No, they didn't hit. Oh, oh my goodness, they did not hit us. But if they did, I would have gotten out of the car immediately. <laughs> You would start would one of those. throwing fists. Well, I wouldn't be throwing fists, but I'd be banging on hoods. <laughs> hey, you hit my car. I need your I need your information. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? Uh, it's like the, uh, it reminds me of people who don't know how to zipper merge in traffic. Oh yeah, nobody does. Not really nobody, but yeah, a lot of people don't. Because like, like a, people know, people definitely know, but people, oh, people don't definitely care. Know. They just don't care. They want to get ahead. They want to get ahead because they think that one car length is going to be the difference between like eternal sal- salvation and damnation, apparently. Yeah. This stuff happens a lot when you're trying to merge into the Lincoln Tunnel because in the Lincoln Tunnel, the Lincoln Tunnel Helix, I think, has like potentially like 12 lanes of traffic that will merge down to anywhere between two and four lanes to enter a tunnel. Okay, so 12 right. lanes into... At most four, yeah. At minimum two, so you're you're doing like uh, consecutive and stacked zipper merges. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these two lanes will zipper merge, and then those two lanes will zipper merge, and then those two lanes that the four lanes that became two, they have to zipper merge again because there's a whole another section. Regardless, the whole point of the zipper merge is you got to keep your eyes out, and you got to look at what the cars around you are doing to know where your spot is in line. But as you know, people who don't like or don't know. Or feign ignorance with a zipper merge will just look dead ahead and pretend you're not there. Pretend your two-ton vehicle or your one-ton vehicle made of modern metals and synthetics 
it just does not exist, yeah. right? If I don't look at you, I can merge. Well, let me tell you something what happened here. These two, these two people that were sitting in this car, you know, you know, you know, what people they were. Uh, no, don't no, don't even me. guess. Inf- don't get fired. Inform me. Yes, inform me. <laughs> they were two old nuns. Really. <laughs> They were two old nuns, Reza, and I swear to you, I swear to you, I lost my shit. I was like, these two nuns, I know what they're doing. They because you're when they straight to hell right now. You, I know, in a handbasket, you, 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 cur- you were cursing these nuns out. Oh my goodness, I, I was, I was like the the devil in uh, The Exorcist, just you're, the devil. You're, baby. Going, you're going straight to hell. Yeah, just just coughing up do that not, green. Do yogurt. not pass go. Because here's the thing. They're turning into our car, right? There's a little bit of space. Sure, there's a little bit of space, but you know damn well that you can't fit. But you know what they kept doing? They kept inching, and they never looked at us, okay? Yeah. We're so close at this point, Reza, that I could roll down my window and probably throw something with, uh, like, a throw, like a, like, a foil ball. You remember in high school when you got the sandwich and it came in the foil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sub? You, you take that foil and you can pretty much like launch it across the cafeteria and you can throw it into the trash bins. Yeah. I could throw that at their car window with like just a flick of the wrist. That's how close they are. All right. Yeah. So I want to make it very clear that they were within 10 feet laying down. That's just like two lengths, two, two five footers laying down. That's not a lot of space. But the way they kept turning and the way they kept inching, Reza, they never looked at us once. They never looked at us once. And then when the traffic started to finally move a little bit and they were able to skirt their way in, you know what they did? They gave you the hand wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave you the fucking hand wave. Reza, the hand wave is worthless to me. All right? You broke the code. Like Steve Kerr says, (laughs) they they knew the code. They knew the code and they broke the code. That is fundamentally... Rude as hell. It really is. I yeah, was no, so heated. I must have been. Ta- I must have been muttering that under my breath while Carolyn was driving all the way up to the all the way up to the to where our final destination was. I was like, "Those fucking nuns, man. Those fucking nuns." <laughs> so, so when when you are a passenger in such a scenario, are you like constantly thinking about what you would be doing if you were the driver, or uh, like because I find myself doing that. Um, like if 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 the same situation happened to me and Lane is driving, I would be sitting there thinking like, would I be like trying to close that gap? Is it worth it? Right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know that's a great that's a great question. Um, I think I have to do a better job of not doing that. Uh, but I do know that uh, we both get really frustrated when there's like bumper to bumper traffic because, like, uh, when you put when you turn the camera northbound and you saw how much traffic there is. Those that kind of traffic, Reza, can be can easily become like two hours to move ten blocks. That's like less than a that's less than a mile of physical distance takes you two hours to get out of the city. Yeah. So when people start to do dumb stuff like this, it's just like, ooh, Reza, ooh, I don't know, servant of God, my ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it, it was. It reminds me a bit. So when Lena and I came out to see you for the um, the New York Marathon a few years back, which was what like two thousand like seventeen maybe now, yeah. um, we we ran into similar traffic trying to get out of the city. I think it very well could have been the same intersection. I honestly couldn't tell you for sure, but um, 
yeah, like that we have this had the exact same thoughts with like, you know, I don't want to be the car. I'm not going to be the car that's sticking out, you know, in the intersection. That's going to be sitting in the middle of the intersection when other cars are trying to when the cross traffic is trying to go by, you know, not everyone's trying to go down to the Lincoln Tunnel. So um, I'm not going to be that person. Um, I actually had a similar situation where a bus did that to me. They were, I think, in like the far left lane, and they like just squeezed their way in front of me. And it's like, you know, what are you gonna do? Like, I don't know if you if you were on Reddit way back when, but like there was a person who recalled a story about a guy who was on a bus and somebody was trying to like get in front of them, but the bus driver was trying to get in front of the other person, whatever the situation was. And it was like a small, like I don't know, smart car, and the person was trying to like muscle their way around this bus, and the bus driver just kind of like mutters underneath his breath, like bitch i'm a bus and right. the person thought that story was hilarious and shared it on reddit and uh it became like a um a continuing meme or whatever you want to call it but uh so that's how i felt next to that bus like i can't you know what, what am i gonna do you're you're, you're gonna poke me around yeah you're a bus like i'm i'm not i i got i got nothing for you but uh yeah it's it's, it's really annoying it's really frustrating and it, it really did take it took us like i don't know a solid 90 minutes just to get out like five miles down the road from when we yeah. left the parking garage it took a long ass time and yeah. it's really frustrating when when like you know you could have you could have just <laughs> you may as well just walked across the aisle like <laughs> walked across the yeah, bridge just exactly. like that's how bad it gets and walk across like it would be that much quicker so um yeah if people yeah. might think that's an exaggeration that is not an exaggeration yeah uh the city really does come to a standstill and so uh i just wanted to share that story because i felt like they were rude they knew you know they they are who we thought they were. We let them off the hook. Okay? They are yeah. who we thought they were. Dennis Green. Look it up. Uh, and, and we let them off the hook. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I was, I was incensed. Incensed at the audacity to be that rude. And then give me a, a, a pity like, oh, by the way, I saw you the entire time. Let me hand wave. But I know what I'm doing is so wrong yeah. that I won't make eye contact with you while I'm doing it. Yeah, no. Uh, the, I mean, the hand wave makes it worse. It's like the hand. You do yeah. the hand wave. You, you're, they're doing the hand wave to kind of like excuse their their douche their douchiness. Their poor behavior. And they're, but in reality, the hand wave is just like they may as well just be flipping you off. Like they might as well be it, because I it, hope because the the wave is just like, hey, yeah, I acknowledge that you were there. I just did that to you. You know, when, when the time when when it comes time to head up to the pearly gates. St. <laughs> Peter is reading the roster. There's going to be a sticky note, all right? There's going to be a sticky, sticky note. note. All right? Just going to be like, oh, yeah, there's a little comment here in Google Docs. Do you recall the time where you cut this person off on the corner of 42nd and 11th and you knew exactly what you were doing? All right? And then you decided at the last minute that, oh, you know what? I'm going to give you the pity wave. Yeah, Pepperidge Farms remembers. And I'm going to hop out. All right? I'm going to hop out and be like, I got you. You're gonna you're gonna hop out on your guest pass, just to just oh, for the visit. You, vis- you, know, you know I didn't make it. In the- <laughs> I uh I I love how like usually these moments of like I don't want to call it road rage because it wasn't road rage of you, but it was like road anger, road frustration, whatever it is. Because like I have these a lot too. I'll be fuming about something, be really upset about something, and then when I get to my destination, I promptly forget about it completely. And I don't remember it. Me? Yes. No, I'm not kidding you. I'm, I'm very serious. I almost always forget about it. Like it just, it leaves my mind. Like unless it's super egregious. But I love how this story came to you. Not just like hours after it happened. But you remember this? Was it like four days, four, three, four days later? I literally just told Carolyn as I was walking into this room. I said, 
I'm a Tom story about the nonsense. <laughs> All right. I'm not. You, I'm not mad. This, I'm this not stuff, mad at you for this telling me the story. I, uh, listen, I'm not mad at you for telling me the story. Um, and uh, I, and uh, no, no. I know you're not. I know you're not mad. Uh, yeah. But what I'm saying is stuff like this. These microaggressions. Oh, they, they stay with me, and I catalog them in intense detail. And now I have the glory of technology to record this so that I can relive this moment forever and ever. <laughs> Broadcast to the whole world. Yeah. Watch this for some reason. Watch this is the episode that goes viral. This is the episode that just gets like hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of of, uh, of listens, and uh, and that's the one. Like people, you you have the don't get fired moment, but somehow somehow there's good like the uh, the, uh, the the Christian lobby is going to be getting on your employer. They're going to be very upset with you with you cursing out uh, th- theoretically at least cursing out nuns in your car. And they're, Listen, they're I'm, I'm sure they're nice you, people. I'm sure they're, they're nice people. You. This is me covering my ass right now. All right. Uh, yeah. So why don't you back away from the split screen? All right. Um, so so you don't have to be caught in this viral moment. But I will say this: <laughs> I'm sure they're nice people. They sure didn't drive like one in that moment. All right. Yeah. And they knew yeah. they knew exactly what they were doing. Okay. They yeah. knew exactly what they were doing. And I don't care who your employer is. Okay. <laughs> Don't say don't say God in this moment, all right? Because you know you you know God isn't in that room right now, all right? God's their employer, yeah, yeah. I got all it. All right, God's God's not signing them checks. Do you think God right? paid for that car? Just curious. Do I think God paid for that car? Yeah, yeah. Is it, uh, it's, a, it's a company. It's I the mean, company car. God's their employer. Is did God pay for that car? Did God pay for that car? Well, if God paid for that car, then I hope God got uh, a good deal on good, that car. Good insurance. <laughs> oh my God! What is the what is the insurance deductible that God has to pay? Do you think he's also just like flipping channels to be like, I wonder if I got to switch it over to Geico, <laughs> or does God just never get into the accident? He, he saw Shaq on the commercial for the General, and he's he's definitely going with the General. Uh, you got to go with the General, right? Um, anyways, I, I had to tell that story. All right, I was disappointed in myself for not telling the story last week, and so I had to rectify that immediately. Uh, anyways, uh, I hope that in this coming week, because I will be driving up to Portland, Maine, on Friday morning. That'd I be hope a fun that drive. yeah, I hope that that drive. I hope that the drive from Portland, Maine, to Boston for the second wedding. And the drive back from Boston to Portland, Maine, and then the drive from Portland, Maine, back to New York. I hope I don't run into any of this nonsense. All right. Oh, you, you definitely will. Oh, you know. Hopefully, I'm... hopefully it's not that bad. The thing yeah. that I notice a lot is, um, the thing. So, the, yeah, of course, occasionally people like get like are are uh, are dumb around me, or like in in a manner that affects me. But um, the thing that I've been seeing a lot lately is people like being really ridiculous. Or like in my vicinity, so it's like, what's going on? Like today, today I'm driving home. Today I'm driving home from from uh from work and daycare with Gordon, and the car in front, like there's a car just like a little bit ahead of me to my right, and uh, we're like driving, we're probably like hitting like 40 miles an hour, we're still accelerating, and uh, the person like opens up the driver's side door, and what does something? I don't really know what he did. Like he opened it like a crack, and I don't know if he was like, spinning evidence, putting something outside the car, whatever. It was. I mean, you know, obviously putting something outside the car. Um. And then, like, of course, because he's opening the door and trying to like balance it and not have it like fly fly out in the uh, with swerve. wind resistance and everything, he started losing his uh, his lane for a minute. So, like, of course, I'm I'm easing up on the on the gas. I'm starting to like you know get my foot on the brake because I don't know what's about to happen. Um, 
So yeah, it's just like I don't know. Sometimes people around you just do really dumb things, and it's, it's confusing. I think you witnessed a crime. <laughs> I, I may you have. Somebody dumping I evidence. very well. I very well may have. I don't know. Hey, question for you: Are you still taking that same route home? Uh, the same route you got a, a ticket in for uh, for blowing through that red light for, for uh, quote unquote blowing. So I don't. Did I tell the story in the podcast? I think you did. Did I? That's okay. why I'm asking. It. Okay, got it. Um, so it's to, it's the path to work, and I still do occasionally, but I tend to not go through that light if it's red. So basically, uh, if tend to not, so you, so you still do. So like so he, so. All right, I'll, I'll quickly retell the story. At least I'll tell. I'll explain what happened. Um, there's a light not far from my house, and I sometimes like there. There's a lot of different paths that I can take to get to work, and it roughly gets me there in the same amount of time. But probably my favorite path is at this one light. Make a right, drive down, and then pop a left to get onto a semi freeway uh, that gets me to work a little bit quicker. And so when the light is red, but if I'm up, if I'm up front, I'll just make the right on red and go. Um, and it's a However, right on red state. There, it's a you can turn right on red. However, you're supposed to stop. You're supposed to come to a complete stop. Treat it as if it's a stop sign, right? It's a stop sign and yield to the cars uh, that are perpendicular to you. Uh, now, yield. as as I'm approaching the light, car in front of me does the same thing. They they like slow down a little bit and then they go. Now I see them going. Now I'm like also hyper aware of what's going on as I'm approaching this, I'm not just going to make a right on red without, without looking at the very least. Right. Sure, um, your honor. Cross traffic hit. Like, so we had just, we had just lost our green light. Light turns red car in front of me goes as, um, the perpendicular traffic, the car, the road that we're turning onto starts making a left onto my side of the street. So that means of course that the cars that are coming from the left-hand side are, can't possibly be coming yet because they still have a red light. It's the, it's the left arrow um, that yep. has a green. So the only cars that I technically have to look out for are either emergency vehicles who are going to come through uh, on my, from my left or cars that are doing a U-turn, uh, which I don't think I've ever really seen people do U-turns there. Um, but as I'm approaching the light, I, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not breaking, but I'm also not speeding up. I'm kind of just like coasting. You're doing the a car- California roll is what you're doing. <laughs> you're rolling through that. Yeah. Car in, car in front of me, car in front of me goes, right? So car in front of me goes, I already know that. Okay. At the very least, it's probably pretty stinking clear here. Um, the, there are no more cars that are making a left turn, which means there can't possibly be a car that's going to make a U-turn. Says um, you. So then I look to the left. I don't see any emergency vehicles. I just see I see two cars in the in the two lanes that are just sitting still waiting, and so I just roll on through. Got a ticket later on. So to answer your question in this very long form, yes, I still sometimes do take that path, but I don't. I, I've only I've only made a right on red there a handful of times, and each time I've come to a complete stop. You've come to a complete stop every time. You learn your yes. lessons. Yes. 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 Definitely. How much was that lesson. ticket? A uh, hundred oh something God. bucks, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was hundred on the nose or if it was a little bit more than a hundred, but yeah, it's right around there. Oh my God. Um, it's yeah, I mean, season. like, you know, obviously it's, it was my responsibility to know this, but I honestly didn't really know that I that I had to come to a complete stop. But like, you can, there, it comes with a video and the fact that I can see like my brake lights didn't come on, I'm sure that they wouldn't have given me a ticket had I at least slowed down like the car in front of me did. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Are you literally trying to tell me right now you didn't know you couldn't do that? I'm telling you that. <laughs> Are you telling I'm me telling, you I'm didn't know you, you could, officer? I didn't tell, know I couldn't well, do that. I'm. I in this is this is in reference to a to a Dave Chappelle bit from uh, um, 
killing them softly. I think I didn't know I can do that. Well, in this in this scenario, I'm the black driver, and that means that I can't say that to the officer. Oh, so, that's true. That's true. That's true. yeah, um, yeah. So, what was it? What was the other topic we were going to talk about? I can't even remember right now. Uh, did you want to talk about? Well, all right. If we're going to be honest with each other, there's two topics. All right, we can talk about what happened in Texas, mm-hmm. or we can talk about sports betting. All right. You know the rules. <laughs> There's very... You know the rules. Yeah. All right. Don't get fired, even though I uh, I might have insulted the Catholic Church. Uh, or at least, not maybe the Catholic yeah, Church, but the police. I don't, I don't, I don't know much about these things. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make the executive decision, given the the tone that we've gone on this podcast. I don't think we should talk about Texas right now. Um, right. Um, so, yeah. Let's let's talk about, really, your sports gambling. So so. Yeah. Thanks for me, leaving me, bud. Yeah. Well, here's here's what happened, right? I had a FanDuel account from like, I don't know, a long time ago, right? Yeah, you you were clearing bets for me, and I and I appreciate the Lord's work that you were doing. <laughs> and so, you told me for I don't know what the hell inspired you to do this, but uh, you you told me how you started you started betting on some sports. I was like, I wonder if that FanDuel account still has money in it, if it's if it's like usable for for like the sports betting side of things. And sure enough, it was. Um, so I go in there, start making a couple bets, start missing a couple bets, make a couple more bets, start hitting a couple. I was like, oh, this is, you know, it's not bad. I'm really like often just kind of getting back to where I started. And then, uh, and then, and then shit, shit hit the fan for me and I, I busted out. All right. So I, I told you already that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to refund this account. Like if I bust out, it's over. If I, if I turn this, if I turn whatever money's in there into a million dollars, cool. If it turns into zero, I'm, I'm not coming back. So You're at this never point, coming back? At this point, I'm out. I don't know. I'm not gonna say never. I'm never say never, right? But like, at this point, no. I, I mean, at, at this point, like, given the you know the state of the playoffs and everything, I'm not. There's no reason for me to come back during the NBA playoffs now. Playoffs come like football season. I haven't been watching nearly enough football, and that my 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 only thing with with the NFL is um it is it can be really difficult to do oh, like you know any it's, given Sunday any given Sunday right and you always see that like circular chart of teams that beat teams and unless there's an 0 16 team you can always fill that entire chart with all 32 teams like every team has beaten a team that's beaten another team right yeah. and so um that's the that that would be the tough thing with football and dis, uh, I, i'm sure that you're going to be doing some like player you know individual player bets right you, uh, know, you know it whatever you whatever person it. throwing 300 yards like this person's automatic and then you already know that just like you what's happened in the playoffs especially this these uh the semi or the uh, the conference finals, we've had a lot of blowouts where teams where where just multiple people on every single team is just just bricking left and right. Like Jimmy Butler, for instance, right? For like oh, don't I don't know say, say that name. How many games have they played so far in the playoffs, right? Like of all the games that they've played in the playoffs, like over ten games, dude's been putting up like twenty five plus, right? Yeah, been he, good, he's solid been good for, for twenty five, like, which is wild. Yeah. yeah so um, you think okay, Jimmy Jimmy Butler is like the most automatic of automatic of players left in the playoffs, right? And then all of a sudden, last game they get blown out. He scores like what ten points or whatever whatever craziness it was. Um, similar case with the um with the Warriors yesterday, right? Like, do you think the Warriors are going to be balling out? Like, you know, Steph Curry's going to hit like five threes, hit thirty points or whatever, and then all of a sudden you're pulling the, the starters in the fourth quarter because they're down by so much, so. That's yeah. a that's that's been the, that's been the state of my my uh my week 
my weak resume of sports betting, but yours, yours is far more impressive. I, I need to hear your your strategies because you've had a lot of success. Even even when like you have days like yesterday, or days like the last two days, really, um, you've still found ways to make successes by having these like little backup bets that you know they might they might not bets. they might not be like plus one thousand, but you got enough on there that's like you know minus 150 or something like that that you have yeah. enough of those that allow you to recoup off of like almost guaranteed hits right exactly so um long story short uh re- there was some sort of like new york state specific um fan duel nba playoff uh promotion that i took advantage of and then there was also a bet MGM uh, promotion that I took advantage of. I'm trying to find the bet promote uh, the bet MGM uh, bet slips that I had for whatever reason they're not showing me like the uh, the the bet slips that I won on. I don't know if uh, if it's like easy to find that or whatever. But regardless, um, what had happened was. Uh, I just hit on, uh, I forget what the, even the games were, but we got about $200 in free bets and then we had to use them in $50 increments. And I pretty much, Oh, you know what it was? It was the, uh, the Sixers. Who did the Sixers play in the first round? Um, uh, Raptors. Raptors. There was a game where you said, because somebody was out on the Raptors, this is a guaranteed win, right? Not only was this going to be a guaranteed win. <laughs> Right, but it was going to be a big win, and so that that was the night I put all the bets on like the spread. Remember, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. you said it was going to be at least ten points. So I did one that was oh, like yeah. seventeen yeah. plus, and one that was thirteen plus, yeah, uh, or two that were thirteen plus, and it happened to be just that. And so uh, I cashed all that money out, uh, bought a PlayStation Five uh, off of like ten dollar <laughs> entry fee, dude. I bought a PlayStation Five off of ten, uh, from ten bucks. Is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. What I've been doing is I've been also hitting daily. So I bet every night uh, when there's NBA, right? My man is such a a degenerate. Are you betting on other sports too? Like, are you betting on hockey and baseball right now? God, no. I don't know anything about hockey or baseball. I'm just saying. Um, uh, Although I hear that the uh, the Rangers are having a pretty legendary run. So so I'll have to throw some money on there. But I don't know enough. And it will literally be throwing money away. Now, I'm not saying I'm just throwing money away uh, here. But, you know, every night I'll have, I'll, you know, I'll bet the outcome of a series. I'll do a parlay of multiple teams winning series. I'll also bet every night who I think is going to win the game. I don't do spreads. I just do money lines. Um, and then I do individual player parlays. So an individual player parlay means that an individual player needs to do a couple of things on their stat sheet in order for it to cover uh, a great example, as I scroll through tonight, Jimmy B, Jimmy Buckets, uh, needs to score for this one at plus 143. So really, really conservative. Uh, he needs to score 20 points. He also needs to get four assists. He also needs to get four rebounds, and he needs to get a steal. Okay. Okay. I also have those. What's the, what's the, what's the payout for that? Well, like, what's uh, the uh, the plus one forty three? So a dollar wager pays out total uh, two dollars and forty three cents, including the original wager. So um, profit one thirty four if you win that one. Got it. Yeah, well one forty three. Sorry, um, one forty. Oh, whoops. I uh, 
Yeah. All right, whatever. The d- other one d- d- was verbal the, dyslexic. Yeah, the same the same assists, rebounds, and steals line, but I had Jimmy going up to twenty five points, and then I have one going to thirty points. Uh, I also have the Warriors winning the championship outright, uh, and that's uh, they're allowing me to cash out eight dollars and sixty eight cents off of a two dollar wager. If they win the whole thing, it's sixteen dollars. Um, I got it at plus seven hundred many moons ago. That was at the beginning of the playoffs when Steph was still out. I got him at plus seven hundred, and then Boston Celtics I got a plus nine hundred, and they're both. I think both the Celtic. I think the Celtics and the Warriors are both the favorites to to move on. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. And then I, 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 I really hope Diego. that you lose on that Celtics one. I really do. I have a couple <laughs> of Charger uh, bets. I've got two dollars that there will be the AFC Championship winner. Uh, $2 will pay out $19, uh, $2 for them to be division winners. That'll pay out uh, $5.20 and then $2 to win the Super Bowl, and that'll pay out $32. Now, they've already moved because I, I did a lot of those uh, season-long bets before, like free agency, I think. And so they've already moved aggressively. Peter King, who is an NFL writer, has the Chargers preseason uh, strength like power rankings at number two and uh, they're already like way lower. So I've gotten a good deal there. Um, So I bet on Jimmy. I also bet on uh, here. uh, Here's a crazy ones. I bet on, I bet bet on the Celtics tonight, the money line. I bet on Jason Tatum, 30 points in Boston to win. I bet on Jimmy Butler, 25 points, Miami to win. Uh, some some small parlays are like uh, Marcus Jason Smart. Jason Tatum looks like he's hurt right now, just so you know. Why? I think he's going to be okay. No, he's getting up. He's getting up. He's fine. Thank he's you. Fine. Yeah, um, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. His wrist also, is a hurt, but he'll be all right. Yeah, I have Al in one parlay, and this is plus 1631. Uh, so it's kind of wild. A dollar will pay out 17. But mm-hmm. Al Horford needs to score 15 points. Ooh, wow. Okay. You're already, you're already reaching. <laughs> Yeah, how many points does Al Horford have right now? He's got five right now. He's he's on pace ish. No, he's not. He's he's a little behind. He needs, he needs to step up a little bit. Yeah. He needs to hit a three right now. Marcus Smart needs to score fifteen. Oh, he's at two. Jimmy Butler needs to score fifteen. What's he at? He's at seven. He only Jimmy Butler needs to score fifteen. You said. Yeah, and then 15? PJ. Yeah, fifteen okay. Seven. And then yeah. PJ Tucker needs to make, needs to make a three. Uh, he's already done that. All right, great. He's got five points. One, so my, the craziest one of the night at plus three thousand six hundred and ninety-two. Are you ready? Okay. And I know our, I know the listeners are really gonna love this, but so I'm only gonna go through this one bet, this really really long bet. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, Jesus, fifteen dude. parts of this parlay. Right? That's insane. Okay. All right, Marcus mm-hmm. Smart. Got it. You scored ten points. All right, he's at two. So doable. It's 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 dangerous. No, there's only two, two 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 and a half minutes left in the second quarter. But you're right; anybody can get hot at any moment. Put you know, score four straight baskets, and boom, you're there. All right, go ahead. Next one. Bam, Adebayo. Mm-hmm. He scored ten points. What's he at? That's six. All right. He's he's past the pace. He's past the pace. Jalen Brown. He's scored twenty. What's he at? Six. Yikes. Jimmy Butler at twenty. You said seven. Yep, seven. Jimmy Butler is like a fourth quarter kind of guy, so yeah. I, I I believe that he'll get that one easily. Uh, it's also crazy that we're two and a half minutes left and they're only at thirty two, thirty six. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's absolutely crazy. 
Um, Jason Tatum needs to score 20 points. Only at four. Yikes. Uh, Jason Tatum also needs four assists. He's already done it. He needs four rebounds. Done it. Great. Jimmy Butler needs four assists. Done it. Needs four rebounds. He's at three. Great. Uh, Al Horford needs six rebounds. Uh, he's at three. That's fine. Bam has needs six rebounds. At three as well. Easy. Uh, does Jimmy Butler have a steal? He does. I saw that one just a little bit ago. Yeah, he's got one steal. Great. Does Al Horford have a block? Um, does he have a block? Yes, he's got one block. Amazing. Um, Jason Tatum also needs two three-pointers. He's got one. Amazing. So think That's about this. the only field goal that he's made, by the way. Jason Tatum. Uh, great. One field, goal, one, one field goal, which is a three and one free throw. He's one for two. So, otherwise, and the Miami Heat money line at, makes that 36.92. Otherwise, I had the exact same thing with the uh, Celtics money line. All the other player stat lines are exactly the same at plus 2.645. And then one without... Uh, any uh, player, I'm sorry, without any team uh, thing in there, uh, team money line for plus two, four, four, six, except I added, how many points does Victor Oladipo have? Oladipo, uh, where are you? He's got two right now. Right, that's a tough one because I, yeah. I need 10 points from him. But otherwise, um, see what I mean? Like, it's, I, it's enough. Yes. Are there 15 parts to this parlay? Yes. Is it crazy? Yes. <laughs> Should I be adding fewer things to the parlay? Probably. Do I know how to cut this parlay a little bit more sort of conservatively? No, I do not. Why do I say that? Because the amount of permutations my brain would want to do at a dollar a piece would be <laughs> very expensive. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, the minimum bet on FanDuel is $0.09, cents, just so you're aware. All right. Oh, interesting. So a dollar can actually get stretched pretty far. Uh, I'm also not doing $10 bets. In the beginning, when I got really hot, I was doing $10 bets. All right. And I hit a couple of $10 bets early on. So I think the uh, if I go right now, my account balance is at $308. All right. All right. I'm going to my account balance right now. I'm going to tell you my career stats. Here's how much you've bet and won since you joined. Uh, I didn't know you could do this. On October 21st, 2015. Now they say 2015 because they're also including DFS. Okay. Um, so we're not going to include DFS, uh, but the, uh, let's see. My total bets have been $660.50. Okay. My winnings have been $950.34 for a net total of $289.84. Now, this is not including the BetMGM money. Which Al just hit a three. Who's that? Al Horford just hit another three. You see? You see? It's interesting. All right? It's interesting. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it makes it interesting to like sort of what, what's tough is following the game uh, either on YouTube TV or, or just on ESPN and FanDuel because there's not a good integration between the two. And also, every time you go into the ESPN app, it defaults to... Uh, and I'll tell you in a second as I load it up. But it defaults to the GameCast tab, and I need it to default to the box score tab because I could I could care less what's happening right now. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I'm also one of those people who... Have I watched more basketball this season than I have in many years prior? Yes. 
But are there nights where I put a lot of bets on and I don't watch a game for a minute? Yep. A uh, great example of that was uh, the two uh, two or three um, games ago with the Mavericks and the Warriors. I put all my bets in. I went to bed and I woke up like a hundred bucks right here. <laughs> now, did that one hundred dollars help buoy me? Because I've been down over a hundred bucks over the past past couple of days. Yes, but like an EKG, balance, present balance. Yep. Yep. So. First of all, love to hear that. I I, I appreciate that. Um, glad you didn't put anyone to call it Larry. Um, yeah, no, no, you, you can't he, he 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 just he just bricked a three for the uh, at the end of the at the end of the half. So it ended the half ended thirty seven forty two. Um, the crazy thing about some of these is that some of the stat lines, like if you if say you bet heavy on points, but players just can't hit, they just yeah. can't hit on either team. Those are the gonna, those are going to be the games where like, you know, somebody's going to have like fifteen rebounds, so like that's going to cover really easily. And similarly on the other end, if it's like hundred forty points, you know, for each team at the end of the night, they're just not going to be as many rebounds. Like everyone just everyone was just hitting for days, and that's when those rebounds and I say I I shouldn't say the assists. That's just really when the rebound uh, stats end up being much shorter than you would expect, especially when teams are like shooting threes. You're not going to see very many centers pulling in rebounds because when people shoot threes, they tend to be long rebounds when they miss, which results in more like guards or forwards getting the rebounds, and the and the centers are just kind of like boxing out people from uh, from running out for the uh, for the basket for the basketball. Um, it's hard to predict, man. Like all these things are really hard, tough to predict. Um, the the thing that messed me up actually was because I made a bet and I and I made it a bigger bet because it was one of the free ones, and I forgot to opt into it and I didn't realize that until it was too late and like you know I put the bet in but like the game hadn't started but you can't you can't cancel like once it's in it's in it's, it that's that's it it's gone, and I realized it before, um, but it was it was too late so, um, that's that's actually what led to my to my downfall was basically putting in like a five or ten dollar bet on something that should have been a free that was a free bet or should have been a free bet and ultimately turned into uh a big fat zero <laughs> and and that left me with like nothing left yeah and so it's the uh the way that ball bounces right it can, it can be everything similar to how draymond green had the ultimate that touch nuts. on that free throw um yeah. but yeah. uh or how uh or how Kawhi leonard had the ultimate touch on that on that three that that uh, resulted in the Raptors beating the Sixers in the playoffs when we had Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, uh, uh, several other players on our team in the 2019 Eastern Conference semifinals. Yeah, when do you which, think you're gonna get over that? Many, many. I, honestly, I'm, I've been over that for for forever. Oh, I you. only mention it because because I was about to I was about to say that although the fact that most Sixers fan talks about that like that was a game winning shot that would have you know like he he scored that basket and it resulted in the raptors winning which is what happened but had he missed the basket the sixers didn't win the game was tied at that moment had he missed that shot we would have gone to overtime and i think if i recall correctly at least i think both jimmy and Kawhi were kind of playing out of their minds at that moment and so it could have just been more of a back and forth and very well could have could have uh could have resulted in the raptors you know the same result so right. it, it, it's not like it's not like we would have won had that shot not gone in. Right, 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 right. And so, just uh, anyways, uh, thank you for giving me the time to uh, 
to share some of that with you. It's been really exciting. Uh, I definitely put my bets in every day. Uh, I probably bet around ten dollars per game. I'd say. Okay. Uh, not yeah, not, not that not that much. You know, I, I try to make sure that I keep it. I think with DFS, they said you should not bet more than ten percent of your bankroll every night, uh, just okay. to keep it somewhat safe. And so I've been trying to do that. Although, uh, you know, ten percent of thirty dollars is ten uh, percent of three hundred dollars is thirty dollars. Uh, I think there are nights where, thankfully, we're also getting to the end of the playoffs where I don't feel that pressure to need to have exposure to every game. I think in the play-in tournament towards the end of the regular season, because you and I started at the end of the regular season, there was like a Wednesday, uh, a Wednesday slot has like what potentially eight games. I felt the need yeah. to like have exposure to everything, and that gets really expensive really quickly. Yeah. The other thing is like, it's hard. Like the thing that I know, the games that I know are the Sixers, right? Like I'm watching, I watch like of the 82 regular season games, I probably watch like 75 of them, I'm maybe, maybe more. And so the team that I know the best, obviously then is the Sixers. And there are other teams that I just simply do not know very well. Like I only know based off of box scores, maybe some reputations or, or just how they played against the Sixers. And that could be you know, a poor indication as to how they actually perform on the day on a day to day basis. Like, I'm thinking back to like a game that we played back in like January, maybe December, against I think the Pelicans, and it was like a second or third string um, center. I don't even remember the guy's name right now. I think it was like Hernan Gomez, um, not not the one who's going to be in the um, new Adam Sandler movie, but I think a different guy. And he he like he scored like 20 something points in the first half and like he eventually went cold in the second half mm-hmm. uh you know based off that performance alone I'd, i would i would sit there and tell you like yo you should that's a, that's a that's a low key good bet and and he might be averaging like four points a game really so um yeah it, it's tough like you got to follow a lot and i and i guess it it, it um there's a level of appreciation I think that it gives me for people who who are able to do this successfully and actually make a lot of money off it. Like I think in the state where you are right now, you just kind of like it's not it's kind of something that you're doing for fun, like a little hobby almost because you're not necessarily trying to make a whole bunch of money off of it. You're not like, yo, I got to bet if I put $10 on this like seven-way parlay, just imagine if it hits I'm gonna win like a G, right? Like you're you're still like exactly. doing just a little a dollar here, a dollar there. Um if you lose, you lose, if you win, you win. But as long as you're not like going to those extremes, I think it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, I guess. Yep. All right. Well, I'm um, glad we were able to catch up uh, and get this uh, this thing done in the middle of the week before uh, we all hopefully have a very safe and uh, safe, happy and healthy Memorial Day. Yeah. Man, it's summer 2022. Man. Where where does the time go? It's already halfway through 2022. I cannot believe it, man. I really can't. It's it's nuts. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you guys next time.